0: This is TNA, the new face of professional wrestling. And now, from stage 21 at Universal Studios at Universal Orlando Resort, it's Total Non-Stop Action Wrestling Impact. Hello and welcome to the Impact Zone podcast. Today, we're going to be reviewing TNA Final Resolution 2005. Before I hand you over to Sean, I just want to start and say thank you to all our fantastic listeners. We are really grateful that you listened to the show. The show means a lot to me and Sean. I hope you can see our passion for this podcast and... We'd be really grateful if you could just take a second to subscribe to all our channels on iTunes, Spotify and Podbean. Just simply search. If you just search Impact Zone podcast, subscribe, give us a five star rating, a short review on iTunes. As I say, it really does help the podcast grow. I'm going to pin all the links to the top of the Impact Zone podcast Twitter page. That's enough. Shameless plug in. Sean, how are you? I'm good, Dan. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good on this freezing cold UK morning. Oh, it's free- it's freezing down here as well. Do you know what? I've just thought we're complaining about this. It's minus three. I think it's something like minus 29 in Chicago. So if we've got any listeners in Chicago <laughs> and you're listening to us complain. <laughs> well, my mate was in New
1: York last week and it was minus 14.
0: Minus fourteen Oh I've got I hope it's not like that when I'm there in April. So good
1: good luck for WrestleMania because you're gonna get a
0: snow. No, nah, I think it will be fine by then. I'm I, honestly I'm refusing to pack anything but shorts. Every year for WrestleMania, I don't take pants. It's just short, short shorts and T shirts. <laughs> I don't take a suitcase with me, it's purely hand luggage, so I don't really have a choice anyway. <laughs> I'd- I don't know how
1: you do that. I had hand luggage and my suitcase last year.
0: As if, as if. All, all you need, just need a pair of shorts, some trainers, some boxers on, T-shirt, you're off out of your room, that's it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I did take two belts, so.
0: Oh, yeah, I see. Oh, you're one of them that walk around with the belts, aren't you? Typical. Well, no. No, I'll I've I've, <laughs> I've off. I'll them signed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, who did you get it signed by?
1: Uh, so I got my big gold signed by Nash, uh, Sting, Lex Luger. And then, yeah. well, WCW tag was signed by the Steiner Brothers, uh, Scott Hall. And then by the time I tried to find Kevin Nash, it fucked off.
0: Oh, typical. Typical. Yeah. He was probably partying with Dixie Carter. Um, so what What you said you got, what belt did you get Sting to sign?
1: Did you say uh, that? The, the big gold? The WWE
0: belt, yeah. The world heavyweight title one, yeah. That one, yeah. Triple H's belt. Um, <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. how I was
1: going to describe it to you because I know wrestling didn't exist and exist yeah. before it started yeah. in
0: 1999. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on a t shirt, put it on a t shirt for you, right? So Let's get into this, Sean. TNA Final Resolution 2005 took place on January the 16th from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. The poster for this event featured Jeff Hardy. Um, the crowd for the show was 875. The gate for the show, Sean, was... A big, fat zero. A big, fat, fucking zero. Zero. Sorry for the language. The buy rate for the show was the same as the last show, 20,000 worldwide buys. So, Sean, what did you feel about the show? Did you enjoy watching the show? I want to ask your overall thoughts, but did you have fun watching the show or not? Was it an uphill battle with your antics this weekend at the Royal Rumble party? It was a struggle to watch it. I wouldn't say that reflects the show.
1: It was just a struggle to watch any more wrestling this week after such a long weekend with the
0: Rumble, TakeOver, Raw, SmackDown. T-A. Yeah, it, what people have got to understand is over here in the UK, because of the times that the uh, NXT and the Royal Rumble shows finish it, sort of messes up your sleeping pattern. So you're, like, you're staying in bed later, well, unless you've got a kid like me, but you're staying in bed later or you're overtired... No. Or you hungover as you probably was on yeah. Monday morning. Oh, well, I was. Talking... Up... I... <laughs> I went
1: out Saturday night. I came back and watched take takeover. That finished at what three half past three.
0: Yeah, I've seen you in our in the WhatsApp conversations in the WrestleMania WhatsApp group. You are smashed. Well, now I was
1: in I was in in work at ten o'clock the next morning. To then
0: finish at five to go to my Rumble party. Which the life which of a the life of a rock and roll star, Sean. Everyone. Um. Right. So uh, let's should we should we get into the show? Can I just say something before this show starts, Sean? I am not talking about any of these Tracy Dusty roads and that. Oh. I can't like, think of his name. Segments. I have not taken notes about that stuff. I took notes about the first segment, and I just put, "WTF is this shit." I refuse to comment on it anymore. So well you can run us through those. Johnny Fairplay, that's it. At least you have got his name. I've gone the
1: guy from Survival. And so, I only knew that because of Mike tonight. And I've, I've been watching I've been watching the impacts and I still haven't got a clue what they're doing.
0: Yeah, to be honest with you, I wish I'd have watched some of the impacts. Cause I had so there were bits on the show and I was wondering how did they get here. So I think I might try and watch some of the impacts for the next one. So Let's start. So the show starts. Um, <laughs> the first thing that I've, I've obviously not watched TNA for two weeks. I haven't watched the Royal Rumble shows. The first thing that I see on this broadcast as they go to the arena is a big Eric Watts, the world's greatest sign. And I thought, yep, TNA oh. is back. <laughs> Eric Watts. And he really oh showed that God. later on in the show. Um, I like. He, he,
1: he should have won the Rumble, I think. Surprise entrant, coming
0: number thirty. No one would know who he was. I, I, the pay per view starts. off, done it with um, today and West. They're running down the matches. Um yeah. I quite like that. As for someone say like me who hasn't watched the Impact shows, it like do you know what I mean? If you not watch the Impact shows, it gives you an yeah. idea of what's going
1: on. I, I, I like I said, I, I do like when they do that because it, like say, it, it gives you like
0: the what's happening. Yeah. So then, if, you've watched, if you've watched the Impact shows, you probably don't like it. But if you like, haven't, then it's probably a good thing. So um, the show starts with Jarrett backstage, if you want to talk about that, Sean.
1: Yeah, so uh, Shane Douglas just backstage with Jeff Jarrett doing a backstage interview. Um, he's asking Jarrett who he'd prefer to face in the main event for his title as we've got a triple threat match later on in the evening to decide his opponent. We've got it's Monty Brown versus DDP versus Kevin Nash, and Shane Douglas is asking Jarrett what would he do if it's Kevin Nash who ends up facing him for the title. Because what they've done in the impacts is they've been playing off the fact that Nash has never held the NWA title.
0: Ah, uh, I see. What, really? Um, oh, no, he won't have done, will he?
1: Yeah, so that's why when he was announced, it was like a surprise announcement that he was in the match. And then Scott Hall's been, like, egging Nash up. And then Jeff just hasn't, hasn't liked it and trying to get Nash to calm down and stick to his side.
0: Yeah, so for me, th- this interview should have really been saved for after the first match. Um, You know what I mean? Once you've had the commentators talking, let's get into the action for me. Yeah. Um, So, the first match on the show, Sean, is Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, and Michael Shane, slash Bentley, whatever he's called, versus three live crew. Conan gets the crowd hyped, and Sean, for the second show in a row, they clearly listened to our first ever podcast, which you should all do now. Listen to our episode one, Victory Road 2004 where Sean tells us that three live crews should be opening these pay-per-views to get the crowd hyped, and that is exactly what has happened ever since. So, Sean, talk us through this match. What did you feel about the match? Did you enjoy the opening match?
1: Uh, yeah, it was good. We had some good spots um, with the, you know, the basic top leg, uh, top rope leg drop from Ron Killings, uh, which is always good.
0: Your new United States champion, ladies and gentlemen, Ron the Truth Killings in 2019.
1: <laughs> and he already defended the title
0: after he'd won it as well. What a Didn't true they? only true TNA booking. Um <laughs> right, so yeah, so I'd say I enjoyed the chain wrestling with Conan and Christopher Daniels at the start. I thought it got us off to a nice little start. TNA, they love these heel teams beating on the face, behind the ref's back, and then the heel team aren't allowed in because it's an illegal tag and all that stuff. They love it. I I do like it, but in every match, it is a bit overkill for me. Um, I I like
1: the way that, um, at one point, um, the ref doesn't allow, I think it's Bentley to come in, where at first he moves around the rope to the other, to one of the other six corners, he gets a tag and the ref denies it and then he uses his foot for the tag and the ref denies that as well. I thought that was a good way of not just like being like, no, it doesn't count, but actually doing something to
0: deny the tag. Yeah, well, usually they just try and persuade the ref, don't they? They'll be like, yeah. no, we tagged, we tagged and then that's it, the ref lets them in. Yeah. Um, Do you want to take us home to the finish, Sean? Or is there Uh, anything else you want to talk about?
1: I mean, we had all six men in the ring at one point, all down off. Didn't know who was a legal man.
0: It doesn't matter in TNA, does it? No, it doesn't, to be honest. That was just just
1: after um, Ron Killings had got the hot tag.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sean, I'm going to get to this later in the show, because you've mentioned it now, so I might as well pick up on it. I am... Sick to fucking death of these TNA tag matches, yeah, where it starts off, the rest strict with the rules, the tagging, and then you can just pin anyone. After it's like the tagging is out of the window, uh, which we'll get to in this fucking AMW match later on. Anyway, sorry, much. Yeah. I'll carry on. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so full of finish. Um, uh, Shane, Shane Bentley's the only one left in the ring with three live crew. Daniel's is on the outside. Well, no, Daniel's is on the inside, and he goes to do his springboard moonsault onto who is it? Onto our truth or Bron Killings? Like takes Killings out but...
0: Kazarian, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, Killings moves out of the way, and he takes out Kazarian. And then Ben Lee is double teamed by Truth, and I'm guessing three, uh, B G James, and. Truth
0: gets to three count. Yep. So that is at the end of that match. I thought it was a fun opener. I'm just I'm just looking at my notes and it says Daniel Kazarian and Shame win at eight minutes twenty two, twenty
1: one. So
0: true. yeah, I know. I just copied the results in from a website last night, so clearly they weren't paying attention. I was reading it then and I thought, no, because Daniels ended up taking out Kazarian, which cost them the match. Yeah. So well. Um, so yeah, it was a fun opener, wasn't it? I actually thought this was a fine match to open the show. I don't like this tag stuff, but it was fine, wasn't it? Yeah. So you we've, know what we've,
1: you... we've currently got um, a third special guest uh, for the podcast at the moment. My cat has decided to come and sit next to me and
0: just stare at me. Uh, I lock them out maybe before we start. I'm in mean, there. They love sitting in my front room, and I've just had to lock them out. Cause otherwise, they'll be chasing each other. How many have you got? One. Yeah, I've only got one. Yeah, you're all right. Then when you've got three, oh, love them to bits. But we're currently we've just moved house, so we're not letting them out at the moment, so they can get used to the new. You know, like the new house. Yeah and they're just chasing each other around it. So anyway, I, although I'd probably prefer to talk about Cats than this, some of these matches. Um, Sean, what have you given the Daniels-Kazarian-Shane versus three live crew match, star rating-wise? I gave it one and a half stars. Jesus Christ. i have give it two and a quarter stars. Um, I thought it was a fine opener. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing right with it. The baby it was phases, a nice get, opener. It was a nice little opener. I don't know why that means it gets one and a half stars, but... Because I
1: <laughs> couldn't watch
0: it. You up? I just couldn't watch anymore, and I was going, come on. I can get through this. Um. So, yeah, so Big Dave. Big Dave Meltzer, he gave it two and three quarter stars. I gave it two and a quarter and big Wade Keller, he gave it one and three quarter stars. So me and Meltzer liked it a bit more than you and Keller, it would seem.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, it was a fine opener, as I say, with these three live crew matches in the opener. It gets the crowd up. They're not there to have a great match. They usually have a two, two and a half star match to open the show, which is fine. It gets the crowd going. Um, Sean, talk about this backstage segment uh okay i'll i'll
1: I'll try my best but like i said i haven't got a clue what they're doing don't know why they're doing it well here we go so we get dusty roads tracy and trinity with some guy from the tv program survival what was his name
0: oh johnny fairplay
1: yeah that's him um and it's all about a race to see who can become Dusty Rhodes' personal assistant. His for some reason, they think it's a good idea to make a back the, the flatbed of a pickup truck Dusty's office, playing off how he's a cowboy and a redneck. But like I said, I've been watching the impacts, and I think it started off with Tracy and then Trinity joined, or vice versa, I don't know. I don't know where this guy come from. None of it makes sense. It's all over the place. You you don't need this in a pay-per-view. I know last month we had the Vince McMahon skits, okay? They you don't need made... to
0: find something for every pay-per-view, do you? No.
1: no, the Vince McMahon skits, they kind of made sense because there was actually something behind it but this one
0: all this i haven't got a clue i think it's just bollocks sack of shit right next we have elix skipper versus sonjay dutt and i just want to start by saying what i enjoyed about this right the last pay-per-view ends with is it triple x they were called elix skipper and christopher daniels having to split up doesn't it yeah So if you just watch pay-per-view to pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view ends with them splitting up. And this pay-per-view is all about them being separated and they're on their new path. So we start with Daniels in the first match and then we move on to Elite Skipper in the second match. So It really continues the storyline from the end of the last pay-per-view. So well done, TNA. I enjoyed that.
1: they've, They've been pushing it and making sure everyone knows about it on the impacts as well. So, say right. Elix Skipper comes out. I think the first impact back, we had Christopher Daniels, not, not in a throwaway rap match, but just like a singles match to get him over. And we had Skipper in a tag match. And they were really playing up about Skipper not wanting to tag with his new partners because... Mm-hmm it's not Christopher Daniels and stuff like that. And I think, I thought it was really good
0: how they were pushing it along the whole way through. So that sort of makes sense. Why Daniels is then tagged with new people and it sort of went wrong. So yeah, Sean, I'm just going to say, I'm, i you probably don't agree. I've just got a feeling you might not because you said you weren't in the mood for wrestling at this point. I loved this match. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, oh, no, it,
1: it, it was a brilliant match.
0: It really so was. I, I, it took me by surprise. Obviously, i just seen the match and I thought, oh, this will just be like a five-minute quick match. Do you know what I mean? But they were, I thought they were both really impressive. Um, the flying around the ring, the crowd are hot for it. Uh, Sanjay Duck targets the arm. Um, yeah. Skipper's selling the arm well. Do you know what I mean? It's stopping him from doing moves. Skipper jumps to the top rope. He drop kicks off the top rope to the outside, which was a great spot. You have Skipper who's in control. Skipper's in control, but he's selling the arm the entire time, which at the start of the match, the arm's getting worked on. In the middle part of the match, Skipper can't do his moves because of his arm, which I thought, it's simple. TNA, it's simple. You don't need three ref bumps and loads of false tags to tell your story. You just do it like this. Brilliant stuff. I enjoyed it. Have you got anything to say about any, about the match, Sean,
1: uh, I I did enjoy it. It really perked me up to actually get a decent match, and we like still at the beginning of the pay per view. Um, actually going back into it. Um, I right, that the jump up for Malik Skipper on the top rope and the balance that he was able to show, amazing, weren't it? To then jump again to drop kick. Uh, Sanjay Dutt off the turned off oh, that was brilliant
0: Yeah it was sort of like a rehash of the spot except you know like where he jumped on top where he was on top of the cage in the last match yeah. it just shows he has great balance but yeah. it was great weren't it um, the finish for this match though the refs the camera sort of misses the ref counting I don't know if you picked that up it, No the, I, the ref, I didn't pick
1: that up much but
0: I did, but I have to say I really enjoyed it. It was like it was like a 2019 match back in 2004. Yeah, I felt I felt like the match was ahead of its time for TNA. It was a bit, just a bit different to what we're used to seeing, especially in the early parts of these TNA pay per views. It's usually a bit of a battle to get through to the end of the show. But we're,
1: we're saying this every week now that the X division is so much further in his time than anything else that they're doing.
0: Yeah, I bet if you compare this match to a WWE match from 2005, you might not. Although Shelton Benjamin, I feel, was really good at the start of 2005 in WWE. Um, but he,
1: he, he didn't show off like this little to stand no. out, did he? Yeah. Um, if, if you said to me, Shelton Benjamin, tell me, what what do you remember of him? I remember the super kick from HBK, and money in the bank, where he ran up the ladder.
0: Yeah, that was it. When he had, he had a great match with Triple H in two thousand and four, uh, the night after WrestleMania, um, against HBK. Like you said, that was a great match. But yeah, so Elite Skipper wins at ten minutes twelve seconds. Sean, what have you rated this match? I've given this three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. Yep. Yeah. Right back at you, three and a half stars I've given it. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. Dave Meltzer, what do you reckon Big Dave gave it? Uh, I'm going to say Dave gave it four stars. Dave gave it three and a quarter stars. And Very now nice. this fucking idiot, sorry if you're listening, Wade. <laughs> can you believe what star rating Wade Keller gave this match? We've just witnessed a really good match. For me, if you'd have put this match on the Royal Rumble pay-per-view this past weekend, it would have probably been... It would have definitely been in the top three matches on this show. Wade Keller, back in 2004, gave this excellent match two and a half stars. Can you believe that? Is he taking the piss?
1: He don't know what he's talking about, does he?
0: Not Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars, Sean. It was like a re- <laughs> it was it was a really really good match. How's he giving it two and a half stars? Two and a half stars to me is like it was all right. It was a decent match. Do you know what I mean? What, yeah. What planet is he on? Planet Jarrett. That's very planet easy. Jarrett. Right. So, Sean, what happens next? Backstage, you're the king of the backstage segments. We have Nash DDP no. talking, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but did you see the video package before this?
0: What, for gold Dust
1: against Cash? No, we had a video package. It looked like they were introducing a new oh, character. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that.
1: I can only think of one person. It could be, but I think I might be a couple years too early. I've not got a clue who it is. I think I'm thinking it could be... Someone they bring in called Relic. But I think that's about 2007 when Russo is back in.
0: Right. See, I, I, I don't have a clue. See, for me, these are the only people. I still I still can't remember much of it, but I'm excited when we get six months down the line because I stopped watching TNA. I used to just watch Bound for Glory every year. But <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm excited sure to I them. just
1: remember like a couple years later, every time I'd tune in, or I'd find it, it was always lockdown that was on.
0: Yeah, lockdown. Oh, I forgot about all that shite. Um, it's
1: yeah, far so away. it's it,
0: only a couple of months away. It'd be interesting to see who this actually is. Completely yeah. sure. I completely forgot why I didn't take a note about this. But yeah, it was be interesting. So what? talk us through this other shit backstage, Sean. <laughs> uh, so now we get um, DDP and Kevin
1: Nash talking backstage. They're trying to hash up a plan to work together in the triple threat match, which is an elimination, which is an elimination match. They're saying if they work together, they eliminate Monty Brown and they won't touch each other until that's been done. And then it's just a battle between them two. Yeah. So... We get we get a good line at the end from DDP going, huh, "Trust Kevin Nash. No one's ever done that," which I think is a pretty good line. seems as Nash has always been known for, like turning his back on people, like HBK and WWF, the NWO, and things like that. So I thought that was a good backstage package to try and like build up a sort of like a team for the t- uh, triple threat match.
0: Yeah, um, and then next we have a video package for the Kid Cash versus Gold Dust match. Yeah, so um, th- he- this, is, this
1: is what I texted you about when I first started watching the impact saying that there was someone who popped up that I was surprised was in it so early.
0: I didn't remember that he was even in it, but well, as soon as I seen it, I did, but...
1: Yeah, I knew he was in it a little bit later. He had like a gothic gold stick gimmick. Right. Called um, I, Black Rain. Oh uh, right, yeah. Sure. I think I think people just started to mock that and call him Fat Rain because he put on about
0: two hundred pounds. As if, as if he doesn't look in bad shape now. Well, yeah. a year ago, whenever we last saw him. So Gold Dust versus Kid Cash. I'm not gonna call him Dustin Rhodes. He's fucking Gold Dust. Gold Dust versus Kid Cash. No, he's the natural Dustin Rhodes. I'm I'm WWE, Sean. He's Goldust. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Was he ever in WCW? Goldust.
1: Goldust wasn't, but Dustin
0: Rhodes was, yeah. So, Goldust was in WCW then, right. Thanks. Um, So, Goldust (laughs) versus Kid Cash. Um, Do you know what makes me laugh? Don West, he always comes out with an absolute brilliant comment about Kid Cash. He goes... Kid Cash hates being alive and doesn't like himself, let alone anyone else. I just thought, what, what are you on about here? Yeah. But yeah, um, the commentators also say that Dustin, and oh, that's for you, Sean, Dustin was that impressed with Turning Point that he signed a contract Contract, sorry, the very next day. All I can say about that is thank God. Christ, he didn't watch Victory Road. If that was what he was signing on, uh, Do you want to talk us through the match, Sean? Um, I thought I—I'm I, going to start you off by saying I thought these two really tried to put on a good match. It wasn't the best match, but I could see the work ethic there, so I bought into it. Sean, if you want to talk us through some spots from the match,
1: yeah, I've, it was good how Kid Cash was working uh, a bit later on in the match. He was working the knee off Dustin. Um, you know, like the figure four leg lock, the STF. I think he did at one point. Uh, and then at one point as well, he goes up for a frog splash, which is his signature move. But he gives the fl- uh, frog splash to, to Dustin's the knee. knee. Yeah,
0: brilliant it was, spot, wasn't it? I it was loved good. it. good. You've been working on the knee, so why would you do a front splash on the body to take out the knee? Um, na- nice little touches like that that make a match for me. Yeah. At one point, um,
1: Kid Cash was selling his knee, saying that he like tweaked it or something. Really pain possum. The ref comes over, checks him over. Fucking he then, ref. He then calls over JB, Jerry Bor- Borash to try and throw the match out. And as the ref is talking to JB, Kid Cash turns around and gives Dustin Rhodes a low blow, and that's where Cash starts to get the advantage for the match. Which I, I thought that was quite good. It wasn't just a ref bump to give Cash advantage. It was actually smart, let's say.
0: Why don't yeah. we just have a, a wrestling match instead of... The refs are the stars of these TNA shows. Everything's based around the referee.
1: Little things like this, I don't mind. The main event got on my nerves.
0: Oh, I know you've got that idiot. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Uh, we'll we're, thought... we're,
1: we're save, we're save that one for the main event, but... Yeah, don't even get me started. Me off. Yeah, I'll get into that later on. Um, so, Dustin Rhodes tries to give Uh, Cash and atomic drop, but this has been after he's been his knee's been worked on, and as he as he drops down, his knee gives way, which I think
0: was good continuity throughout. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Great selling, great selling. These idiots—I'm not going to swear because I feel like I've sworn a lot. These idiot TNA fans are chanting, "Walk it off, walk it off, walk it (laughs) off." I'm thinking, idiots. Yeah, I was. I've listened to it. I'm thinking, you. It's a baby face who's selling his knee like a pro, and you chant and walk it off at him. Take your three entry tickets and piss off back to Disneyland. Um,
1: the ref pushes Kid Cash over at one point.
0: He goes flying, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: That that was I. Was, I there was no like real confrontation between Kid Cash and the ref before that, was there? No, really
0: it was a bit out of the blue.
1: You know, Cash gets the two count, he stands up, and the ref just
0: pushes him. I think... <laughs> it was funny, though, but it th- might have might played back to the ref being annoyed that he'd been duped for that, Um, you know, when Cash was down holding his knee. Yeah. Now, this match, I thought they really tried hard. The selling was excellent. It was just like a good professional match with loads of shit in between. But, um, wow, it's so hard not to swear when you're reviewing a TNA pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> um, the finish, though, it was just a bit out of nowhere, weren't it? It was just like a random dodgy power slam for the win.
1: Yeah, so I've got, got down um, a bulldog from Dustin, but it it was it was
0: sloppy. I don't, It will not great. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was. We didn't have a clue what it was. <laughs> but it was just out of nowhere, weren't it? I was thinking yeah. it was going to be a kick-out, but as I said, I enjoyed this match, Sean. I thought it was... There was a lot of stuff I didn't like, but I thought it was a good match. Yeah. Um,
1: it was it was okay, like I said, it was a nice, easy watch long match.
0: I always feel whenever I say a match is like a decent good match, you'll sort of like like pull out a bit because you've given you've probably given it a shit rating or something. You're like, <laughs> oh, it was okay. I've given it three quarters of a star. Yes, so gold dust. Sorry, Dustin Rhodes wins the match after ten minutes and fifty seconds in his TNA pay per view debut. I'm, I've given this match three stars, Sean. What have you given it?
1: You've given it three stars?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. What,
1: you think it's on the same level as Sunjay Dart versus Enix Skipper? No,
0: I gave that match three and a half stars. But oh. this match, I thought, I'm, I'm a sucker for selling, Sean. Someone sells the leg like that I love the frog splash spot onto the knee after the knee had been worked. I love the fact that it played into the match later on where Goldust is going for his finishing move and his knee buckles under him. If I see stuff like that, I enjoy it because it just tells a story. So, yeah, I went for three stars. I thought they worked their asses off, and I enjoyed it. But I'm guessing you've gone with Dave Meltzer and w- more with this story. And what have you given it, Sean? Because Dave Meltzer has gone two and a quarter stars, And I'm going to talk about Wade Keller's rating in a minute, but go on, what have you given it? I've given it one and three quarters. Dear me, one and three quarter stars for... Ah, Sean. Sean, Sean, Sean. It was a good match. It deserved... deserved, I'm going to tweet dusted me. I'm going to tell him. Do you remember that (laughs) match with Kid Cash where you sold the D like a pro? Well, Sean of Staines Town thinks it was a one and three quarter star match. Don't get, don't get me wrong it was a good match
1: but I didn't think he was that much better than, than the opener. Uh, yeah but I, I, I
0: gave the opener two and a quarter stars. You, you're feeling generous this week. No I I think the show's been really good so far match wise we've had three good matches. Um, Wade Keller ladies and gentlemen. Wade Keller has given this match two and three quarter stars, which means Wade Keller thinks that this match was better than Elix Skipper versus Sanjay Dot. Is he Wrong. having a giraffe? Wrong. What What is he on about, Sean?
1: This match was no. I'm not denying their work. It just was nowhere near the same work rate as
0: Skipper versus Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, nowhere near. Right. Completely agree. The two matches are on a different level. Although I enjoyed the match, the, to be honest with you, I kind of feel like we might have even underrated that Skipper Duck match. I feel like it probably did deserve more than three and a half. Yeah. But obviously, if you give it three and a half, then normal people should be giving it four, four and a quarter. <laughs> um, right. Backstage. We don't need to get into it, Sean. Johnny Furplay is talking shit about how he's going to outwit the woman. The women, sorry. Did you see the, the shit Victory roll 2004 logo on the wall in the background? Yeah. I yeah, looked at just... it and I thought, oh, don't remind me of that. 20-man gauntlet. Oh. I'm glad I'll never get name. over that match. Uh, next, we get a... Vi- this is annoying me. We get a vi- so, I'm in a good mood, yeah. I've watched three good matches. We get a video package for the triple threat elimination match, Yeah. Yeah. And it- three, four minutes, it was a really good video package to get me into the match, To I thought, oh, they're doing it now, because I watched That's the awesome. show in two parts, I watched the show in two parts, I thought, I'll watch this match, and then I'll end my viewing for today. Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold, um, and then what happens? Eric Watts walks out, and I'm thinking, mm. oh, you've just you just teased this triple threat match, I've sat through the video package, and now I'm about to watch Raven versus Eric Watts, are you are you having a laugh, so these yeah. idiots get me hyped for the triple match and triple threat match. Now I'm watching a match I couldn't give a flying talk about.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I I don't get why why they put the triple threat video package in there. It it, it does it does make sense even if they'd had a do they have another one just before the match as well or not? I, I don't, I don't I think they do. So I don't know why they just did, didn't put that in. Before the match,
0: yeah, anyway, next we have this awful match between Raven and Eric Watts. Sean, start talking about this match for me because before I get angry, <laughs> this was a bad Eric Watts, ladies and gentlemen. I can confirm is not the world's greatest. Over to you, Sean. Uh,
1: so this match is playing off the fact that last month. Eric Watts turned his back on DDP and helped Raven but throughout the past few weeks on Impact it's come to light that Raven had been manipulating Eric Watts to then to kind of like turn his back on DDP but then if Watts finds out what Raven's been doing then that's how we get this match um, I thought that Eric Watt's Eric Watt's theme when he comes out starts like, um, we were rocky. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, just like the do 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 do. Just you know, just that little bit at the beginning. He br- he brings a chair out with him, but because he's invalid, he slides into the ring with the chair. Raven still attacks him first because he's a smart man. Um, we get brawling on the outside. Um, over
0: here, over here, over here. Why do but, they love
1: that chance so much? The the fans are wild <laughs> just because they're on the floor near them.
0: They know. love it. They did like, love it, don't they?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for
0: a bit of crowd interaction, but.
1: You
0: know, <laughs> They're idiots, aren't they? Where did they? It's like they've just gone into an Orlando nightclub, plucked about 300 drugged-up idiots, and gone, come in here, lads. Get yourself in <laughs> here.
1: Um, I've got that in my notes. I've got down that Eric Watts should have stayed in WCW back in 1992 when his dad got fired. He was awful in this match. What? What the hell was that reverse drop kick from the top rope. Oh no. I
0: actually didn't mind that. No. <laughs> I thought it was alright.
1: That's one of the worst moves I've ever seen.
0: It, I was impressed, me. I thought I oh, was well that was that was the move of the match. I know. In instant way to break your arm. Right, Sean. Is this match It's not a DQ, it's not a no DQ match, is it? It's a straight up wrestling match. I don't know. They're even either... It is. It was just a regular singles match. And in this match, Raven slams Eric Watts' his head into the chair. Yes. Right in front of the ref. Right in front of the ref. And, the, and Watts DD him into the chair. And so ref's just like, all right, well, let's crack on. So Eric Watts slides the chair in.
1: But the ref <laughs> takes the chair off him. But then Raven sets it up in the corner and rams his head through it. It's and then just they just awful. start using it. Why? I know, it, I know it, I mean, with Raven They always end up playing up to Oh, it's Raven's rules Which is always, always ends up being no DQ But don't start the match off With Rills Exactly
0: They start you know, every match off strict with the Rills And then by the end of it It's just like, oh, it's alright, bring another guitar on
1: Yeah Um. We get the worst Choke slam i've ever seen from eric watts
0: oh can i just mention something before that so yeah. after we have this ddt to the chair yeah, right that we carry on with this excellent action eric watts hits a buckle bomb right and i'm looking i'm thinking oh, that, i quite a, like that
1: that was good
0: yeah it was pretty good it, it was as almost as good as his impressive top rope backwards drop kick um, <laughs> <laughs> um, even that just sounds convoluted So I'm sat there on my phone and I was mess. I think I was messaging you saying, oh, my God, this match is awful. And as I was doing it, I I could just hear, use the chair, use the chair. And I thought, why are they chanting that? And I looked up and this idiot ref didn't throw the chair out of the ring. It's just lying there ready for someone to use. And these bloodthirsty animals are chanting, use the chair. Why did the ref not throw the chair out? So, yeah, so Watts, as you were saying, he botches but- the choke slam. Oh, my God, it was terrible. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Eric Watts, you are not. I bet that guy with the sign was- who had Eric Watts is the world's greatest. I bet he was, like, slowly trying to put that sign in his pocket and make a swift exit. So it's, Watts botches the chokeslam. Imag- imagine
1: it was just like the choke slam that mankind took from Undertaker on top of the cell. Where he didn't get any lift. Yeah. Okay. Mankind needed to do that to save his own life.
0: Eric Watts just can't hit a choke slam. I'm guessing the sure. choke slam is not one of the hardest moves to hit either. No, thing is, he, it, he hits the, it five second time. So what is he doing the first yeah. time? You know, it's not, it can't be a hard move because the,
1: the opponent literally jumps up and you've just got to make sure you're holding them.
0: Yeah, it was just... I actually felt a bit sorry for him. I thought, he's a nice buckle bomb, do you know what I mean? The match, from a layout standpoint, didn't make any sense, did it? It was terrible. But Watts, I felt like Watts was trying. So I did feel a bit sorry for him when he botched it. Um, But that just gave the match such a flat ending. Um, I'd say the match itself made no sense. The botch at the end didn't help... Watts picks up the win, and I couldn't help but think, Sean, if you're a booker of this show and you've watched this match, I'd be surprised if Eric Watts is on the next pay-per-view. If 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 I'm watching this, that's right. You're gone, mate. You're caught. See you later. Go on, Get gone. Yeah. I'm surprised if he... I'll be surprised if we see Eric Watts again. It was that bad. Fucking um, hell. I'm just looking at Wade Keller's star rating for this match. Is he taking the piss? Um... Right, so Eric Watts wins at 10 minutes, 19 seconds. Anything you want to say El Sean? Do you just want to give your star rating? Um, I liked the
1: promo and the things that we had at the end of the match. I thought that was a good way to, I'm guessing, carry the story on.
0: What Where, where Raven apologises to him.
1: Yeah, where Raven's um, asking for forgiveness because he's never had any friends, he's never had any family. I won't throw in an obscure WCW reference for you, Dan, because I know you won't get it. Wow, but what he had, does he say? He had, well, no, he had a sister in WCW who decided to turn his back on Raven and headbutt him in the nuts at one point.
0: That was what, what, what the fuck is this, Sean? It's wrestling. What? He had a sister that headbutted him in the nuts. Thank yeah. God I didn't watch in the 90s. I just Let's just have a wrestling show with a nice feud and a pe- big payoff match. <laughs> what is all with his sisters flying about, Ed pin shit on a pole matches? Thank Christ. I was yeah, not proud of the shit, 90s.
1: Shit went on the pole at one point. Everything else was, but I know they didn't put toad on the pole.
0: Jesus Christ. Right. So, so did they botch this, this <laughs> trash can spot? Because he like throws the trash can and then. What's like falls about four seconds later off the stage. I thought, did he just See, fall off the stage by mistake? Then? No, because if you look at a s that's what I thought. If you look at the stage,
1: to the right and to the left, there's like a little platform where the crowd, where the crowd is. For some reason, Eric Watts stood up on that platform. Yeah, and then and he fell forwards. Yeah, he fell off. I think he fell for a table though. I think you can yeah, just now see a table when, you're not just security or with him, but it's not not lit. You can't see what's down there. It just looks like
0: he fell off. I know it is just a, it's a, one star. One very generous, ugly star I've given this match.
1: I gave it one and a quarter.
0: Uh, more generous than me. Dave Meltzer he gave it one star. And Wade Keller, you gave this match two stars. You thought it was half a star worse than the fantastic match we witnessed before. Do you know what I mean? Between Skipper and Dot? And he has given it half a star more than this match. Wade, I don't know what you were smoking back in 2005, but Jesus Christ... Right, Sean, was there anything else backstage or did we just go straight to the Jeff Hardy-Scott Hall match? Uh, no, I think we just we just went
1: straight to uh, Scott Hall and Jeff Hardy.
0: Yeah, so Scott Hall versus Jeff Hardy with Roddy Piper as the referee. It sounds like a fantastic night out. Um, the, the uh, mat- what's going on here, Sean? where Hall's bent over getting searched, and Don West goes, honestly, I, I was laughing my head off, John. So, picture this, ladies and gentlemen, Hall is bent over, and Piper's checking him, right? And Don West goes, I wonder if Hall has been in this position before, and today he goes, excuse me? Honestly, the way <laughs> they did it, I just couldn't help, I was laughing my head off. Um, but yeah, so, so then Hall searches Piper and finds handcuffs in Piper's pocket. <laughs> I just thought... I thought I've got written down, Scott Hall dressed as Elvis still. Sean will love this.
1: Yeah, El- Hall still comes out as Elvis. Why? I do not know. He looks stupid. Um but carrying mismatch-
0: on that turning point gimmick. Go on, Sean. I'm, I know you're dying to get this out. I keep cutting you off. Go on.
1: Mismatch... Originally was scheduled, was scheduled to be Scott Hall versus Hector Garza.
0: Oh, Hector, what's happened to Hector? He's so been he's
1: all right in the last two shows. Yeah, he's been on, he was on all the impacts leading up. He had a, tier, he had a NWA title match against Jeff, Hart, uh, against Jeff Jarrett. Oh, nice. Um,
0: oh. They're coming for you, Sean. What Shit. were you doing at this Royal Rumble viewing party? I don't know. Um,
1: yeah but I think it says that Garza couldn't make it for legal reasons but on the
0: (laughs) that is brilliant timing for the police car to go (laughs) (laughs)
1: but on the final impact or the go home impact just before they finish the show you get like a very quick video clip of Dustin Rhodes going Oh, Hector Garza can't make it, so Jeff Hardy's going to be in the match against Hall anyway.
0: What, so, Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, because he's like the
1: he's like the yeah perfect, yeah. I thought I thought he? you said
0: Dustin. That was
1: all. Oh no, Dusty. So I don't get why. I, I mean, I was going to get you to look at see if uh, Dave Meltzer had anything in his newsletter about it. Um, but oh, don't know what's going on here. It's been, done. it's been done for drug smuggling, probably.
0: Oh, you can't say that, Sean. What's <laughs> making you say that? <laughs> Why would you say that? You're not judging him, I hope, on where he's from. Of course not. <laughs> um, so, Sean, I am not going to lie. I, I, I just didn't think there was anything to write home about with this match. Nothing really happened for me. What about yourself? What did you um, think of the match? Because I really haven't even taken any notes, I just didn't, I didn't think anything really happened for me. I, I didn't think it was a bad match, to be honest. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Hector Garza was scheduled to wrestle Scott Hall at TNA's Final Resolution 2005 pay-per-view, but he couldn't make it as he was arrested in Houston, Texas for possession of drugs. Told you. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> that is un unab- But did you, did you not know? I honestly did not know. That is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh about it, but what are the chances of that?
1: Oh, you, you would have thought would, it would have been Scott, we, we would have had
0: drugs, not Hector Garza. I know, but I think there was steroids looking at this. Oh. I think it was steroids. <laughs> but, um, I don't think we see him again on TNA after this, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. Right, here it says In 2005, Solano, known as Hector Garza, was set to wrestle Scott Hall at TNA's final resolution pay per view, but was arrested for possession of steroids. The police found Deca Durabolin and Primabolan, whatever that is, both of which are legal to have and use in Mexico, but not in the United States. Gaza claimed that he had legal prescriptions for them but could not produce them at the time of his arrest. Gaza was then deported back to Mexico and barred from entering the United States for at least the next five years, effectively ending his career in the United States. Gaza claimed no. he did not know the steroids were illegal in the United States and he was humiliated by these guards. Gaza would then later sell t shirts that read, if Pepe El Toro is innocent, so is Hector Garza. So, that is crazy, isn't it? So, that's the last... I, I thought... What, so how, you've gone from being in an NWA title match with Jeff Jarrett to... That was that. And at the time, Hector Garza would have been... I don't know, what, 34, 35 in the prime of his career. He impressed us in the opening show in that gauntlet. Yeah, he's, he's been good in the past couple of like,
1: on the impacts leading up to it, and well, well, so thank well, you very bre- much, Hector Garza.
0: Breaking news from what 16, 15 years ago or something, but yeah, Hector, I enjoyed some of your work that you did in the first pay pay-per-views I watched, so rest in peace, mate. Um, right, <laughs> do you want to get back to? No, I'm, I'm not joking, I'm oh. Serious. oh, yeah, he, no, he died, he, didn't passed, he? he passed away, oh. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I apologize for laughing. No, it's alright, it's alright, you went to know, but yeah, he passed away in 2013 with lung disease, so that's a shame. Um, Sean, do you want to get us back to this match? Anything you want to add? literally, I just didn't. I thought it was um, just shit, weren't it?
1: Oh, so, after all, all the searching at the beginning, we get through the match, and towards the end, Scott Hall goes under the turnbuckle and pulls out what is supposed to be brass nut. But it looks like he's wrapped some toilet paper around his hand.
0: Oh, yeah, they, they weren't brass nooks, were they? It just looked like a piece of. I paper. know. I know. Shite, but shite.
1: Then, uh, as he goes to use them, Roddy Piper pokes him in the eye. Jeff Hardy hits him with a twist of fate, which. It Scott wasn't like cannot sell well we can sell we just can't he don't like taking bumps to his knees he said that that's why if you watch the wrestlemania 18 match against stone cold he doesn't take the stunner to his knees he he kind of just like
0: takes it on his chin and then jumps up for it as if he did that much do you know what I mean? Yeah. Scott Hall against Stone Cold. And Stone Cold was so hot that time. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, it it could have been a good match if Hall weren't in in a bad place if he weren't on all the
0: pills. But... Crazy when you look at the difference between how Scott Hall looked at WrestleMania eighteen to how he looked here three years later. Yeah. He aged about ten years. Oh yeah. So so Jeff Hardy gets the win at five minutes forty-two seconds. This was it. It wasn't even a match for me, really. Um, Sean, what what did you give this match? I gave it two stars. I'm sorry, what? I gave it two stars. I thought I
1: thought it was a quite good match. I whole I, I think I thought was quite good. Still, I think he's still a good worker, even though he's. He's not as good as he once was, but I still think he's he's a quite good worker here.
0: Ziff, see, I, I, what, you think Hall's a good worker? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I've i just given it one and a half stars, I was just expecting. If I've given it, it's not often you give something more than me. But the WCW marking you is shining right through. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Dave Meltz, what do you think Meltzer gave it? Uh, one and a quarter, a star, and our good friend Wade gave it three quarters of a star.
1: <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say three stars then when you started off with that.
0: No, no, three quarters of a star. Um, so after the match, Jeff obviously challenges Jarrett after the match, and then yep. he just randomly kicks Hall, doesn't he? Just for like no reason.
1: I I, I didn't see him kick Hall.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah. So he challenges him, and he just turns around, just like you know, like pretend the setup for the stunner where you just kick him in the stomach. Yeah, it was just like that. He just kicked him in the stomach, and then gets attacked by Abyss. Yeah, he, Abyss just randomly comes out. Right. So after the, I don't know if you just want to talk us through Sean, just for the next minute, and I, I'm gonna go and make a brew. Well, we don't need to stop the show, do we? Um. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> listen to our listeners, yeah. If you want us to be professional, go and listen to some other podcast. Because I'm going to make a fucking brew. I'll be back in a minute, Sean. Um, if you well, want to I'll... talk about it,
1: yeah.
0: I tell you what, yeah. should we, should we just stop for a minute and then carry on talking?
1: Yeah, you, you go make you go make whatever, and I'll plug that network up. we right now on.
0: Yeah. So do you plug on our new network? I'm going to go for a brew. Have a quick slash. I'm sorry it's not that professional, ladies and gentlemen, but you don't need professional. We're make reviewing make, TNA. It's not professional.
1: Make sure you mute your mic this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Sean, I'm off. I'm off, I'm off to Mecca Brew, lads. Sean, make sure you do a good job of plugging it. Yeah. Not like, not like you did for plugging the podcast on with the wrestling <laughs> newspaper show.
1: So we are now... A part of the Shellshock network where they'll be putting up all of our back catalog episodes one and two, Victory Road 2004 and Turning Point 2004. Uh, Sh- Shellshock have a number of different podcasts. They've got the Shell Pod where they cover throwbacks, uh, they've got a couple of Japanese wrestling podcasts um one's called ddt dreamcast where they uh, cover the ddt promotion over in japan um i've not watched any ddt so i'm just giving that a listen just to see what they're like uh see if there's anything of interest that would catch my catch
0: my eye what's that sean they do a podcast on ddt Yep, yeah, it's called oh, ddt right. Oh, I, I was just making a brew. I, I like a little bit of DDT. I didn't know anyone had a podcast on it, so I'll probably, I might give that a listen myself. I watched the show, you know, of Wrestle Kingdom weekend that they had. That was yep. a really good show. I enjoyed it. Um, anyway, I'm gonna go back and make me bring You carry on, mate.
1: All right, you carry on. Uh, they've also got um, a podcast where they go back and cover the Noah promotion in Japan. So any anyone who's trying to get into some Japanese wrestling, head over to the Shellshock Network on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Twitter. Give them a follow. They've got all of our back catalogue. And this will be uploaded in a day or so. And I'm sure it'll be up on there a couple of days later. All right, that's, that's that bit done, Done. whenever you're back.
0: My, I've got a really shit kettle. It takes ages to brew. Nah, it's all right. It's all right. So, um, Sean, yeah. Next we have Monty Brown versus Kevin Nash versus Scott Hall. Um, obviously it's a bit different to the three. Uh, we sent the video package before. We didn't. Don't believe we got a video package. Um
1: no, we got, got more shit from Trinity and Tracy. Looking
0: for well, if 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 you want to talk about
1: that, like, no, no, I don't <laughs> to talk about that. No, I do not. I did not find these funny. Did not enjoy them like I enjoyed Vince McMahon getting beaten up by a little person last month. Oh, so, right. No. Well,
0: well, I tell you what, Sean. You talk us through this Monty Brown Kevin Nash got all match. I'm just going to put some milk in, two spoonfuls of sugar, and we're good to go, pal.
1: So we get Monty Brown. Versus DDP versus Kevin Nash. It's elimination rules. But they don't tell us at the beginning what elimination rules it is. Kevin Nash comes out to
0: Oh Sean, I've got to interrupt you, mate. I've just I've got my headphones in. I'm just stirring that brew. They do these bastards do not mention once that it's over the top. They just say elimination and expect us to know this. Idiots. oh.
1: Uh, uh... You did point that out to me, but they did eventually mention it about two minutes before Nash was eliminated.
0: I can't even make a brew without you burying me.
1: <laughs> so, oh well. So Kevin Nash comes out to his knockoff Dr. Dre music, which I think is brilliant. Achoo. He's coloured his hair this week so he doesn't look 60. I still think Kevin Nash looks better with the long hair. People disagree. If you don't if you don't like my opinion, it ain't my fault. Uh, we start off the match with just DDP going for Monty Brown as Nash is standing in the corner, just watching. So they are they are working as a team as such. You know they're both going to be going for Monty Brown and not attacking each other. Um. The top rope elimination rule does finally get mentioned, but it it doesn't need to be in there. It just needs to be pinned forward submission elimination for this. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And the elimination from Kevin Nash is shocking anyway. He just kind of topples over the top rope, looks up a DDP, and walks off. There's no. Story to it. There's no emotion in Nash being eliminated, wanting to get back into the match.
0: Jesus Christ! That was, honestly, sorry if you're religious. Jesus Christ! What? Who sat backstage, Sean, and thought, "I know." Instead of just having him take a pinfall, we'll have Kevin Nash go over the top rope. Kevin Nash. Kevin, I Kevin you know Nash what?
1: probably decided that. Kevin yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm not, say, taking,
0: I'm a not taking a pinfall but I'll try and go over the top rope oh what is it? Yeah. honestly and I was listening to what you were saying about the hair Kevin Nash looks miles better with long hair miles better. he looks like I'm sorry do you know to me he looks like I'm not gonna say what he looks like because you can't say anything in- <laughs> <laughs> Did you see uh before Nash got eliminated <laughs>
1: when he was um he was mocking Monty Brown and he puffed himself up and he 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 honestly looked about three
0: foot wider, oh yeah, 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 when Monty Brown was like he was taking the mick out on Monty Brown when he was yeah. being like a big built up guy <laughs> I was like what Kevin Nash's got size yeah <laughs> he, he went from like.
1: Four foot wide to six foot
0: wide. I went. Where the fuck did that come from? I know. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> I seen that on, I was blagged myself. <laughs> so yeah, Sean. It was. It was. It was a, ugh, it was a bit of a nothing match when, if we're honest. On paper, this match seems quite big.
1: Yeah. It, it was. It
0: was made up to be a massive match, and it was of of potential. potential match. Yeah.
1: Um...
0: So I'm just quickly going to say what I do not like, right, which leads into the finish. Are you ready to talk about the finish, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is what annoys me, right? So Monty Brown beats DDP with the pounce, doesn't he? Yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. In the the start of the match, DDP and Nash are beating a Monty Brown 2-on-1. Yeah? Yeah. They're basically trying to screw him, aren't they, yeah? Monty Brown gets the win, and what happens at the end of this match? Monty Brown shakes DDP's hand as if they just had a nice sporting contest. And I thought Nash and DDP are double teamed him, trying to screw him over, and Monty Brown's shaking DDP's hand as if DDP's this good babyface. And I just thought, do you know what I mean? Monty Brown's meant to be like a soul. Do you know what I mean? Like independent killer. And yeah. you haven't. It wasn't for me that. Um, didn't we get it? I'm sure I've not got this written down, but I feel like we got a pounce. Oh, that was later on, weren't it? Never mind. Um, yes. yeah, so Monty Brown wins clean with the pounce. Uh, period. Um, that was it, really. I, I mean, thought it was a bit of it a, was a
1: mass. It, it was a massive pop from the crowd though when Monty Brown won.
0: Yeah, Monty Brown was loving it. In TNA and he's a star. This, this, in this time, time for him of TNA, the biggest <laughs> two stars on the brand the Monty Brown and AJ Styles. For me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've given this match a star and a quarter, and I didn't like the match, but the right person won, so I've given it a star and a quarter. Monty Brown wins 9 minutes 40 seconds. Sean, what are you saying about this match?
1: I've given it two stars.
0: Oh, Mr. Generous over there. Um yeah. Well, Big Dave gave it a star and a quarter, and Wade Keller gave it a star and a quarter. So I think, is that the first time out the... Four of us you've given it the highest rating?
1: I think oh yeah, I think so. Uh, I I d I, I didn't like the elimination rule. When I first watched it, I didn't I, I didn't even realise that Nash got eliminated until the commentators had then like announced it. I just saw it I didn't even see him go over. I just saw he was on the floor. That's right. Like, he could've he could have got DQ'd. That would
0: have made more sense. You can tell that they... Di- you can't have a DQ in a TNA match. You'd have to shoot someone. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you could tell that it was unexpected. The crowd didn't have a... you got to bring man. there was no graphic, was there, Sean, yeah? there's no graphic with the rules over the top, or was there? Um, I feel like... The- there was a graphic know, for some but, match.
1: Oh, no, that would have been for the X Division
0: match, I think. Right, well, okay, then. So, these 700 drunk idiots that have been took out taken out of an Orlando nightclub. How were they supposed to know? Do you know what I mean? How are they supposed to know that over the top eliminations count? Yeah. It was it was just, just just the little things you just surely in booking meetings they must have discussed things like this. But you 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 would hope so. You'd like yeah. to think so, but it's just it's a shame really, because honestly this show, apart from the last three matches which were fucking terrible so yeah, that just gets rid of my last point. So, but uh, do you know what I mean? There's actually some decent action on this show, and in the good matches, I just feel like booking and stuff can let it down. It's like a shame for the athletes. Speaking of that, we have great action in the next match.
1: This match was amazing.
0: Nah, no, nah, 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 was... Nah, nah, nah,
1: no, not for me. No,
0: I didn't like this match.
1: Oh no, you didn't like to finish, did you? You didn't have to finish.
0: Or oh, I'm just looking through my notes and in capital letters, it just says, I'm going to get into it, but at the end of the match, I've just got, fuck off, it's pathetic. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Take us away. AMW versus Team Canada for the tag team. Cha- Is it at the NWA tag team titles, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. They're still, it, team. Yeah,
1: they're still, they've still got all the NWA titles at the moment. They've got, I know um, the heavyweight. Go on, um,
0: Sean. Talk us through this brilliant match or so, you say.
1: So we get a nice walk and brawl between Team Canada and AMW, both on either side of the ramps, which I, I don't think I've mentioned it on the show yet, but I really like how they've got the two separate entr- like entrances, one for the hills, one's full of faces. I think that's such an a like a brilliant setup. Especially yeah. for like um it works show, better than it, it
0: in in ring promos, you know, like, on impacts and stuff. Yeah, it works good to You have like the heels coming out of one side and stuff.
1: Yeah, and uh, it work, it works well in their environment that that they're in in a set uh, in a studio. Like you, you you could like I'm not I'm not saying NXT need it, but if NXT did that, you wouldn't have a problem with it, but you couldn't have that for Raw in. Oh, full arena.
0: Yeah, you couldn't, could you? But in like the little smaller settings, it does work out quite well.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we get the brawl between the two teams. Um, I think it's at this point that Eric Yarden gets a massive bump on his head. Did you see that? Yeah, I know.
0: Where where did he get it from, exactly?
1: I think it was from the Haran Karana that he took on... Oh you are
0: I I I've, I've got written down where did young get that lump from please tell me it wasn't from that hurry, from the world head scissors on the ramp yeah what i think was that, it? Oh. that that's all i can all I can think of because i don't think he got thrown into
1: the rail that was um no young got dropped on top of the rail but i think Young then got the bump from the head scissors on the ramp
0: yeah, because so when I watched it, I thought that, that, that was like it's that.
1: massive. Was, you know, but um, the crowd were loving this match, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were really into this.
0: Do you know, what I thought was interesting.
1: Right. Was so
0: in this match, three out of the four competitors ended up in NXT. What 12, 13 years later, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and James Storm were all. In NXT, yeah. and I think Chris but, Harris. I'm sure he had a little stint in WWE at one Chris, point. Chris Harris was the first one to make the jump out of all four of them, right? He so matched, I was listening. Chris Harris was, was apparently meant to be the rate, highly rated one.
1: Yeah, he went to WWE, ECW.
0: Right. What was what? Was,
1: there's a video. There's a, like a video clip on YouTube where they just take the piss out of him. Because he came in as this big star, he lasted two weeks. Because Tommy had got there, he was out of shape. He couldn't cut a promo. He couldn't work, so they cut him after two weeks.
0: You joking?
1: Uh, and like the, the videos, I can't remember what his what his WWE name was, but it's like the best off Chris Harris in WWE. As if,
0: as if <laughs> well, <laughs> it, well, they're, it.
1: Just, they're just ripping him for it.
0: Uh, maybe we'll add that at the end of the show or next week's show, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, so this, nothing. right, I'm just going to get into this, right, because it's starting to, to to annoy me now, right? In this match, we have another tag where the heels tag in. They don't make the tag. The ref doesn't see it, but the ref takes their word for it. You've got to be kidding me! Why do they keep doing this, Sean? It takes me out of the match, and it's just not for me. What? what why?
1: But at least in this match, Team Canada will get their comeuppance. Yeah, Scott. Scott
0: Demore.
1: Scott Demore finally gets taken out of the equation, and he gets handcuffed to the structure for the X Division match later on. So he can't go anywhere, he can't interfere. Thanks.
0: Still to.
1: Some someone's actually listened and gone, no, he needs to piss off.
0: So he was handcuffed to the structure at the start of the AJ Sabin Williams match.
1: No, 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 he got han- he got on handcuffed didn't he? At like after the match.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, they should have left him out for the next match. That would have been (laughs) class, wouldn't it? Do you not think that would have been good? Because the Petey Williams match was straight after it.
1: Yeah, it follows on, don't it? So, yeah.
0: We get get some good stuff, don't we? We have Divine hitting Storm with a hockey... Well, that's not good stuff. With a hockey stick, there's a spine buster on Divine who's interfering. Double team on Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode kicks out, and it looked like a three, Mm. didn't it?
1: That could be my
0: microphone. Give me two seconds. Hang on. Oh, thank Christ for that. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, so if you're listening to the show and you've made it this far, Sean doesn't have the best microphone, which is why the sound isn't great. So we've sorted this problem and Sean has ordered a new microphone. So typically it'd arrive halfway through the show. But I wonder who it is. I wonder who it could be. Maybe it's a Domino's pizza at this time. I could just eat a Domino's. Do you know what? I've not had a Domino's. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, but I like to do this when Sean leaves the room. I haven't had a Domino's in about 18 months or something. I love a good Domino's. But no, 18 months, I've probably gone without one. But uh, do you know what? I'm tempted to get one. If you're listening to this show and you think I should get a Domino's, if you want to um, transfer me a pound, five pound, ten pound, I'd be more than happy to. Are
1: you trying to punch <laughs> off people <take them> again?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, Pete. I was just thinking that. I went to the doorbell when I said, imagine if it was a Domino's. Then I thought, I haven't had a Domino's in a long-ass time. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not really the best at handling caffeine. I had two but two tea bags in that last cup of tea, so I'm a bit I'm smart. <laughs> you, Amazon really oh. starting to piss...
1: Yeah, Amazon really starting to piss me off. Why? So the guy's... Parked up on my drive to deliver my parcel. Okay, I ain't got a problem with that. By the time I get down the stairs,
0: the guy's walked back to his van. I'm like, what? did he give you his microphone? It left it by the front door. Oh, terrible! You don't have to be leaving that around in North London—a blue yeti. So, I might as just it's, say... It's, as if it's here, Sean. We've probably done this show now with, like, not the best audio. And the Yeti arrives. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. There's not a dicky Bear's chance we're going to start again. No. I ain't talking about all this again.
1: <laughs> so, oh, my
0: God. So, I might, say...
1: I might just say I, did, I didn't receive it just to screw the driver up.
0: Yeah. Well... I didn't, I didn't sign for it, so... Uh, you don't want to get the cost someone their job. No, oh, don't be a dickhead. So, back to the Domino's Pizza. If anyone <laughs> wants to money towards Domino's Pizza, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm not asking you to give me money to join a Patreon. I tell you what, you can have my Fight Club Pro ticket if you transfer me a fiver to put towards this Domino's. No, I'm just joking, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want your money. This podcast is free. We do not take your money. So, we just go out and buy Blue Yetis out of our own hard-earned Cash, but you're you gonna, you're not plugging it in, are you, Sean? You're just gonna leave nah, it. Are you? Plug it it it. In?
1: But if any of our listeners want to set up a GoFundMe so I can go to WrestleMania this year, I'd be more than happy.
0: Or if they want to set up, if they want to give you money towards a GoFundMe to pay off last year's WrestleMania, but you still pay <laughs> off. <laughs> I feel more, ladies and gentlemen, Sean has been paying off last year's WrestleMania. Have you paid it off yet? No, no, no. <laughs> are you joking honestly i've literally all i've got to pay now i've just got my spending money now paid for the flights paid for the hotel paid for all the tickets so i've just got spending money to sort out
1: to be fair i booked last year i did book wrestlemania all within like three days on my credit card because i booked it yeah. in january
0: on your credit card i wonder what that's like to have a credit card I uh, no don't do it it's a mess Right, anyway, so where were where, where we, Sean, what were we all <laughs> about? We're about this AMW Team Canada match. So, right, I'm just going to get to the chase, right? It was a really good wrestling match, right? So, yep. yeah, it's really good. But this is what happens. I'm sorry, I can be enjoying a match, but if this happens, it isn't a match. It is not a wrestling match. So what happens is, so, AMW are pinning Eric Young, yeah? And he kicks out. Okay. And then Bobby Rude rolls in without a tag made. And the ref counts a pinfall on them, on Bobby Rude. So they're doing they're both getting pinfalls on Young and Rude without the tags. Yet for the first 10 15 minutes of the match, the rules are you've got to tag in and tag out. So when this happens, it deems the opening 10 15 minutes of the match. It was just pointless. Do you know what I mean? I've sat through 10-15 minutes of tags, of them working over each other for the end of the match just to be, oh it's fine you pin whoever you want pal, it doesn't matter so you've wasted 15 minutes of my time sure, there's been good wrestling but that doesn't matter when the rules and the story of the match makes no sense Do you understand what I'm saying Sean?
1: Yeah, I I, I do get why Fuck you, off you, <laughs>
0: No, I'm like, no, no, I'm you. just saying about this match. <laughs> I don't you brew anyway. Go on.
1: Yeah, no, I I I get why you get annoyed with it. Because you're very you like formatting the matches, whereas I can I can deal with the car crash, the...
0: You were brought up with WCW basically, so you can handle yeah. this state.
1: Yeah. It but, but when you point it out once you uh pointed it out to me and then I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, that, do, that doesn't make any
0: sense. It's not that I go looking for it, Sean. Right? I'll be. I was just. Do you know what I mean? I'm involved in the match. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. The pinning Eric Young. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, oh, two count. And then ten seconds later, the pinning Bobby Roode to the point where I stop the match and rewind back to see if a tag was made. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's a tag team match. This sort of stuff. Yeah. You. I'm sorry. I know people shit on WWE. I shit on WWE. But this wouldn't happen in WWE. It just wouldn't.
1: No, you just get Shane McMahon and The Miz being your SmackDown Live tag team. Uh, well, uh, at least
0: at least they tag each other in. Could you defend in TNA, you filthy Mark? Come <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, Sean, talk us through this.
1: Uh Yeah, so for the, uh, for the finish, uh, we get Divine who comes out to interfere. He slides in a chair. Um um yeah yes yeah, so divine slides the chair in storm uses the chair um i think but then eric young is standing yeah storm uses the chair eric young is standing on the rope trying to get divine's attention and divine whips back the hockey stick clunks uh eric young in the head and james storm gets the rolled up Four of three count. And we have new six time tag team champions. America's most wanted. James oh, Smith and Chris Harris. Right.
0: New tag team champions. Sean, I feel like we've said this before. Have we not said this on every other damn pay per view we've reviewed? They change these titles on every pay per view. At least there was no fireworks this time. But do they need to change them every show? They don't need to.
1: But I, I think putting it on AMW this way, I I, I did like how, you know, AM, AMW had the big, the big win last month and then they've been playing up to, oh, OK, yes, we, we're getting this title shot now to then actually win the titles. Well,
0: they'll probably lose them next month on next month's against all Lord show anyway, so... Oh. Uh.
1: Yeah, there is that to it. But we're not there yet, so we can
0: just... We can look forward to this. So, AMW are your new tag team champions. 19 minutes, 12 seconds. The match had plenty of good action. Good wrestling. But if the match makes no sense, you can fuck off. So, (laughs) sorry, I have almost dead (laughs) um This match, I've given two and a three-quarter stars. It makes a mockery of the entire match. I'm guessing you didn't care about this. Dave Meltzer clearly didn't care about this. Wade Keller didn't care about this. So it must just be me who likes stuff to make sense. So Sean, give us your star rating. Go on, put me out of my misery.
1: I gave it three and a half stars.
0: I'll settle for that. Go on, I can give you I'll let you get away with that. Yeah. However, Very I will not stars. let Dave Meltzer get away with four and a quarter stars, and I will not let Wade Keller give this match four and a quarter stars. So Wade Keller is trying to tell me that this match is four and a quarter stars, yeah? Four and a quarter stars when he gave Elix Skipper versus Sanjay Dutt two and three quarters. Oh, that's it, Sean. I'm going for a piss. I'm going for a piss. <laughs> you can But oh. oh.
1: So I'll go backstage... To Dustin's lackeys, as I've put put them down as Tracy, Trinity, and this twit from Survival. Um, the the bloke's got the clue. The women take it off him. They run to Dustin Rhodes, and Dustin then tells them that that both of them need to go and find. A new t- tag team. Okay. One of the world's best tag teams that t- has never wrestled in TNA. Shane
0: McMahon and the Miz.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I so, feel better after that, Greg. Right?
1: <sighs> so the girls run off. Oh,
0: like a shit segment that, wasn't it? This this whole thing was shit. They always have to have these continuous stories, don't they? What obviously the last show it was Vince McMahon, the the mockery of Vince McMahon going on throughout the show.
1: The first show was the limousine. What what did they do? Was
0: it the limousine? Yeah, Shane Douglas waiting for that limo, and it was Randy Savage. I wonder what's going to be next month. I'm actually excited to see what it is. (laughs) And then yeah. That's the end of them shocking segments for this week. And now we can cheer up because next we have a fuck... Oh, I need to stop swearing. A classic match. Ultimate X for the X Division title. AJ Styles versus Chris Saban versus Pete Williams. Now, at the time I watched this live, I remember loving this match, but I was a teenager then. So I thought, I hope it holds up. It did hold up. What an excellent... Excellent match this was. What what did you think about it, Sean? Did you? I hope you. I think you loved it as much as I did. I'm guessing. Yeah, I,
1: this was one of the best matches I'd say we've seen so far
0: on the podcast. It, it's the best match we've seen on this podcast. It's the best match in TNA pay per view history so far. I'm curious if the triple threat between Daniels, Joe, and um, AJ is better than this.
1: Well when last is that this year? Or is that next year?
0: I think it's this year. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like it's this year. Um I tell you, you talk us through the match and I'll have a look what pay per view it happens at. And it, I think it happens at Unbreakable. Yeah, it is unbreakable, just just what year. I'm sure it was two thousand and five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... unbreakable two thousand and five. So that I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, got some good, we've got we have got some good previews coming up. Um, um, for that. um, yeah. So it was a great match. it Mike today, when Demore's getting ejected from the match, Mike today calls Scott Demore a fat load and said that he needs to get deported back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I, I don't know if any of our American listeners can tell us why they hate the uh, Canadians so much. I mean, it it might just be like us English people hating the (laughs) Scouts.
0: But the Scouts scouts are still English though, aren't they? Well,
1: well, sort of.
0: (laughs) I, I don't hate Scouts, to be honest, but I just don't like Liverpool football clubs scouts is fine. If you actually go to Liverpool, they are, all right. I'm only I'm only saying this in case Danny's listening by the way. Um I've I've, I've
1: never been outside M25
0: so yeah, you might be, <laughs> you've never been north of Watford. <laughs> it's grim up north. Um right. So we had some it's tough in it when you you've got to talk about the real it's easier to like shoot about the bad matches in it when it's like such a great match you can just read all you can really do is read through some of the spots and my favorite part of this match you'll be surprised in all these spots is the fact AJ Styles selling of the arm was absolutely fantastic do you not think
1: yeah no worries um because it it gets worked on when they're both and climbing up one of the structures don't it
0: yeah, yeah. And it like gets trapped in the structure, doesn't it? In the statue yeah. by Williams. And uh, they just played it off brilliantly. Like later on, AJ hits a Styles clash, but he does it with one arm due to being injured. Yeah. TNA are actually doing storytelling that makes... You don't need a ref bump, Sean, to tell a story. You can do no. it like this. It yeah. was fantastic. AJ, no surprise he's gone on to be one of the best wrestlers in the world. He probably was at the time watching this. Why yeah. WWE didn't see this and sign him earlier is a mystery to me. Well,
1: AJ said himself that he t- he did get signed to a developmental, but he turned it
0: down, didn't he? Uh, you, you don't need... It. Sean... You watch these matches that he's been in that we we've seen three shows, yeah. You just oh, offer him a contract, the main roster, get him on, he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine well, some of the matches we could have seen. We could have seen, like I know, like you don't talk about him, but imagine Benoit against Styles. Yeah. That would have been a great match. I know like the whole Benoit thing is not worth discussing. But you know what I mean? You'd have had other good matches. Say when like Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles
1: yeah, see, I, I I do prefer this era of AJ Styles to his current styles. Yeah.
0: Sort of like he's better in the ring at this point, but you forget just how good he actually was at this yeah. point.
1: Like but that that sick bump that he took from where he like
0: flips as he falls. Yeah,
1: the in, I have put it out up as the inside out bump where it was Griff amazing. Sabern I feel drop kicks him. Yeah, and he turns himself. Up inside to then drop down.
0: I feel like I've seen this clip recently. I don't know if it's that, WWE that, documentary.
1: Probably because that is one of the. When I saw AJ in his blue, like in his blue trunks, I thought, "Oh, is this the match where he where he does that bump?"
0: Yeah, and it was. You well, know, that's,
1: that's one of the things that, like, you know, that stands out to me from AJ and like yeah, know, um, yeah, all my X matches is that yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you well, want I'm to talk through the finish, Yeah. Uh yeah, talk
1: through the finish, gone.
0: Right. So basically, as we said, AJ has his arm demolished, um, he's on the floor. You've got Sabin and Petey Williams, who uh, they are basically both on top of the X. They're trying to unstrap the belt. This is, I, I feel like we shouldn't really just skip straight through. Ladies and gentlemen, there was some brilliant spots, some brilliant storytelling through this. If you've not seen this match, go and check it out, because we can't do it justice. It was fantastic. Um, so you've got Sabin and Williams, both on top of the X, fighting for the belt. They sort of unhook the strap, and then AJ Styles climbs to the top rope dives and sort of slam dunks the belt away from the away from the two of them. And it lands on... It would have been better if he'd have caught it, but it was pretty much impossible to do. Yeah. Uh, the belt lands on the floor. AJ picks it up and AJ wins this match. AJ Styles, after 19 minutes, 55 seconds of pure excellence, is your new X-Division champion. What a classic... I'm going to say it, it was a classic TNA match. I'll be surprised if we see a better match. I can't see us seeing a better Ultimate X match, but obviously it's only early. We could see this. Mm -hmm. Sean, what have you rated this match?
1: I've given this four and three-quarter stars.
0: Ooh, four and three-quarter stars. I myself have gone four and a half. That just shows how excellent the match has been. It's the highest we've given a a match, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Uh, it was hands down best match we've seen. You, said, Dan, you people need to go out and go and watch this. People go, Oh but it's a TNA gimmick match and stuff like that. Yes, but it works so well with their style because they're able to do so
0: much with with the X, with the structure. Uh, yeah, You know, it's absolutely brilliant Fantastic match If you're listening to this, go and watch Ultimate X, AJ Styles Versus Chris Sabin versus Petey Williams, you will not be Disappointed Fantastic match, a classic TNA match um, So yes, Big Dave, he gave it Four and a half stars Wade Keller gave it four and three quarter stars So they completely agree with us Classic, classic stuff Um. Do you know what I want to say about this show? Right, just to like yeah. go back to the last pay per view. You know the prime time and Christopher Daniels tag team match against AMW. Yeah. This match, I know you was you gave it like four and a quarter stars, and I gave it three and a half. Right. Yeah. I feel like my rating of that is a little bit more justified because this match is leaps and bounds better than that match. Do you not agree. Uh. This has
1: more athleticism in it, I'd say, apart from like the obvious big spots in the cage. More match.
0: athleticism, a better story, a better execution. See, I, I think
1: I spots. think the story, I think the whole like the whole story for the AMW Triple X match is better than this. As in the whole story of oh the teams have got to break up, they've had a long feud, but they're both.
0: Phenomenal matches, I. One of them's a phenomenal match. Um <laughs> <I'm not> joking, <laughs> <Both>. which, so, <laughs> so, after that classic match, we go backstage. Jeff Jarrett and Kevin Nash are just sort of like arguing, having a pull-apart, aren't they? And at the yeah. time, I thought, is this just going to be a swerve? But it actually wasn't, was it? Well, it might yeah. prove out to be. I'm guessing it proves to be, but... It is. It, it it didn't need to be there. I don't think not at this stage because. Oh, there's... I don't. Do you know what I I liked about it, Sean? It made yeah. you think that the match was going to finish with Kevin Nash interfering. So when it didn't, do you know what I mean? It might have been an anticlimax. Yeah, but I I, I I think it should have happened
1: earlier on in the night. It should have happened after the triple threat because they're making out like Nash has just come back from the ring.
0: Yeah. Another thing I'll say about this match, can I just say, it shouldn't have gone on last. I I really do believe, obviously, I I don't care about giving away the result. Jeff Jarrett retains the title, doesn't he, against Monty Brown, yeah? Yeah. So you should, it's a a sour ending to the show at the time because the babyface Monty Brown is so over. It wasn't like a big feud, Brown against Jarrett, because like, the match only got determined an hour ago. I think they should have had the 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 uh, ultimate X match main event of the show and have that great feel good moment of AJ winning the bell. It puts the X division title over even more. Have that main event of the show. That's what I think should have happened instead yeah. of a screw job finish ending a pay per view.
1: Yeah, but then then you can see oh like you can see that... the. After... Old school people being like, yeah, but the world title should should be the main event. It should close the show, which I, I most of the time I do agree with.
0: WrestleMania eighteen. That's all all that needs to be said when people say that argument. WrestleMania oh. eighteen.
1: Yeah, no, that like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are some
0: instances where it doesn't need to happen. The main event should be the hottest match on the show. That's simple yeah. for me. Usually, really, you'd say that should usually be the title match. You'd hope so.
1: Yeah, but exactly. That's that's why it, that's why that kind of works because you know it's like
0: the Becky Becky Lynch Royal Rumble this weekend hottest yeah. reaction of the show. It was obviously going to be the hottest reaction when she won. Put it on last because you can't follow something like that. Yeah. Um, so Monty Brown versus Jeff Jarrett NWA title as soon as Tanay says the key to this match is Monty Brown has already wrestled once I already knew that Monty wasn't going to win this match and at the time I genuinely thought Monty might have won the match before because he was so over there. I couldn't remember if Monty won the title I thought that just sort of gave it away for me, what was the spot where Jeff Jarrett was wiping his nose on the top rope by the way so that's
1: what Monty Brown does as like a taunt to the crowd,
0: right?
1: Um, and he was just he was just mocking Monty Brown,
0: right? I was trying to work out what was going on. So, yeah. did you see the spot where Jeff Jarrett dives over the top rope and uh, Monty Brown? Who, who I couldn't tell who was at fault with it for this spot. Jeff Jarrett sort of falls over and Monty Brown catches him last second. I Otherwise, think, Jarrett, I think Jeff
1: Jarrett overshot the leap. So Monty Brown had to try and get himself back to catch him I, I think they, I think Brown was just in the wrong position, but Jarrett went to like overshot it so I, I wouldn't say it's either one of them it's just a bit of miscommunication with it, but they say he
0: caught him thank God he caught him yeah. I was watching it and I
1: was like, oh that was a close shave one thing that's been pissing me off all night with this show okay is that Goddamn fan who's got the Dolly Parton Cut out, who's moving around (laughs) the arena Oh
0: my god Take it off him Please I know, I know, I was wondering what was going on Jeff Jarrett looked like he was going to give him shit at one point
1: Oh, it's been there All night I'm sure it was there in the first match as to Whoever came out first was on the ramp He's just moving around the arena
0: I'm going to laugh if they're on the next show Please, someone Take it off him Brilliant. Oh, when, uh, when they're when they're out in the crowd, that's all you can
1: focus on is this goddamn Dolly Parker. It's like she's the third man in the match. How did he
0: get that in? <laughs> how oh, did he get T- Why did how did he get that in the building? WWE fans can't even get an AEW shirt into the building. Oh well, because T- he and A don't care, do they? No, T-
1: clearly not. Oh my so, god.
0: So the crowd are chanting over here, over here as usual, as they're brawling through the crowd. We Jeff want Jack- tables. Oh, I hate that chant. Jeff Jarrett. is using the chair in front of the ref. The commentators say you've got to give him some leeway in these title matches. Bullshit! Just make it a no DQ match. But and the only thing that the ref won't let him hit, hit him is with the belt. Is the... <laughs> <laughs> because obviously, oh. your chairs are fine, but a title belt? now, nah, that's too nah, far.
1: That's a bit a bit too far. Though. Nah, it's that's quite heavy. I, I can yeah. I can drop an office chair on you. I can throw, put you onto the announce table and hit you with a chair, try and throw you through the barricade. But I can't hit you with a title belt. No, that's a bit too
0: far, that is. Bullshit, it. So, but, do you know what made me laugh? So they're doing all these chair shots, right? And stuff like that out of the ring. And they fight, they break the table. We lose Mike Taney, and Don West, which was probably a good thing. Um, Well, maybe for Actually, no. They're, 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 like, lovable, aren't they, these yeah,
1: I, I think Yeah, I think they make a good
0: combination between them. Yeah. They're, like, bad. Well, Mike Tenay's not, but I don't know. I, I, they make me laugh at times. But um, so you've had all these chair shots, the brawling, and they get back into the ring and they take turns to put a headlock on each other, and it actually works. The crowd are eating up Jarrett's sleeper hole on Monty Brown. And I just thought, if that was these days, the, the crowd would be silent, sat down, chanting, boring, or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, but instead the crowd are eating up this headlock, and it, it just shows that even a spot like that, if the crowd are into it, it does work. Yeah. So at this point, I'm thinking this has been, apart from the outside, it's been a good professional wrestling match. They've worked the match well. Just as I was typing this out, we get Jeff the worst to the ref, the
1: worst ref bump I've ever seen. Yeah, so in talk my life, through,
0: can you talk us through this shit, Sean? Because I can't be asked getting angry. So, uh,
1: I can't remember who hits the ref. It doesn't matter at this point. Someone gets pushed into the ref. The ref goes down. And he's like, he's selling his knee like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Rocking back and forth. Ow.
0: Terrible.
1: Ow. 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 Oh, my God. Piss off. Please, Jarrett makes a count, makes a pinfall. Oh, the ref is fine. He comes over, makes the
0: count. Oh, don't get me and, started on this. And then the ref is in another corner, selling the knee again. Right. Well, for that spot, Sean, I've got written down. Ref rolls in, counts to two, then turns away, holds his knee. Jarrett nails Brown with a belt. Two count. Then in capital letters, it just says it's bullshit. This Sean. <laughs> okay. I think I must have tried to send you that as a text. Oh. And then, okay,
1: Monty Brown then hits the pounce on this referee. Oh, my God. It looks like he kills him. Yeah, I know he does, doesn't he? That, Brutally
0: takes it. That sort of ref
1: bump, I don't mind because he looks dead. He's not it moving. Made you, it
0: made you go, oh, my God. Yeah. I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, can I just say something, Sean, right? So, I love Dusty Rolls. We all love Dusty Rolls. Dusty Rolls is sat backstage on this pickup truck, yeah? <laughs> right, the main title match is getting fu- is getting screwed over, yeah. Right, by ref bumps by Jeff Jarrett And Surely, the baby face if this happens every pay per view with Petey Williams with Jeff Jarrett. Surely, the baby face general manager, whatever he is, right, would come out and sort this out. And it never happens. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine if, say, like, I don't know, a year ago on Raw, Kurt Angle's G- face GM. And uh, whoever's the heel champion is constantly doing these screw jobs in the main event. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He'd come out and sort it out. This sort of stuff is okay if you've got, say, a heel authority running the show. But when yeah. you've got a baby face, it just makes Dusty seem... Do you know what I mean? It should... yeah. I feel like something should be done. Maybe it will on impact, but...
1: We'll have to wait and see. After. I'll have I'll a watch and see what they say, but it probably won't mm. come to anything.
0: Monty Brown hits a guitar shot to Jeff Jarrett.
1: Yeah, um, and then, um, so let me get a new ref. Uh, no, because after the pounce, yeah, because Jarrett randomly pulls a, a guitar out from from the uh, ring steps. Like he's been sh- sat there
0: all night long, and he sh- he falls into it, doesn't it? And did you see how easily it broke? It just shows yeah. that it was a gimmicks guitar. He yeah. like literally just fell into it and it just snapped. Yeah, but he fell into it where the two refs are. Yeah, I know. I was. He was clearly trying to do another spot. I felt there, but I don't yeah. know what. Maybe like, Jarrett yeah. was meant to fall onto the ref or something.
1: Yeah, like the old ref is down. The new ref is seeing if the ref's okay.
0: And then, and can, can I just say right? We've had all this bullshit, yeah, but the ending spot to the match. It, I loved it. I don't know why, right? Well, the, the the the, other the electric chair... Drops. Yeah, he hits his finisher twice, picks Monty Brown back up, gives him a cheeky low blow, while, and then hits his finisher again. I just thought, I was laughing. That was just typical TNA. But I just thought, we've watched all this, and we're getting, we're getting three finishes, a ball shot. Uh, it was just, I thought it was a great moment. It was just, I wasn't expecting the low blow, you know, from behind where he kicks him. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it in that sequence. It just made me laugh. I enjoyed it
1: yeah i I liked um the electric chair spot that I did where Jarrett was on top of Monty Brown with um the still chair and he like hits him in the face and in the stomach
0: and yeah, they, yeah
1: and then they both go down with it.
0: It was sort of like I don't know if anyone saw the segment you know where Batista has uh, Randy Orton on his shoulders when he wins the world title, and Triple yeah. H has his thumbs up thumbs down and drops him back it was sort of like that but yeah. yeah Sean did you like the finish of the match I didn't like it but I just thought it was funny
1: yeah it was it was okay
0: it was hilarious when he hits that net. Un- <laughs> the, the ball shot just wasn't needed you yeah. hit your fin- you've hit your finisher twice you're about to hit it again and yeah. you've got to get that ball shot in brilliant stuff fucking TNA <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> so yeah so Jeff Jarrett retains your title my views on this match was it was funny, it was enjoyable, it was awful. <laughs> I don't know. i would give it two and a quarter stars for it making me laugh. It was I enjoyed bits of it. It was it was entertaining.
1: I've I've given it two stars, but the the initial ref bump ruined the whole match. Yeah, it did. They, anything they could have done anything else. Okay. I don't I don't mind a ref bump, I can accept I can deal with that. But that initial ref bump ruined the whole match.
0: What what was the initial ref bump again? Where he's fucking selling his knee like Peter Griffin. <laughs> Winding you up. Um So <laughs> Meltzer and Keller both gave it three stars. So Wade Keller thought this match was better than Elix Skipper against Sanjay Dutt. Moron. Um so that was it, Sean. Um, it was, it was, it it, it, was, it was a good show, wasn't it? It was. There was some bad stuff on it that took it down. There was some really good stuff and some really bad stuff. But even the bad stuff, it's that bad. It's entertaining. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, it, you get entertain.
1: You yeah, like I said, you get entertained by the show. So it's a good show. You're it's not like sitting a bad- here. Yeah, a all bad right, match right. on a
0: CNA show is entertaining. A bad match on a 2017 2018 WWE show is Baron Corbin beating someone in a bad seven bore in a boring 14 minute match. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Something like that. I'd as sooner as see this than it's they're entertaining these shows. I'm not asked as much as we shit on TNA, which we, they deserve it in the yeah. entertaining. Yeah,
1: um, you can always guarantee a a, a good so time with the show.
0: I don't even need to ask this. What is your match of the night? Uh,
1: My match of the night is um Ravenworth versus Eric Watts. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I Joe>. <laughs> it's AJ Joe. Styles, Petey Williams, yeah. Chris Sabin e- in the Elevation X match. No, Ultimate X match, sorry.
0: Ultimate oh, X match. Completely agree. It was the best match on the show. It's the best match we've seen so far in our podcast history. Um, I have to give... Congratulations as well, because I thought it was really good too. Obviously, we've said it before. Elix, J. Dutt. I think if you're going to go back and watch this show, hopefully you've already watched it with us. I'd say we want people to watch the shows with us, give us feedback. Um, I'd say it's better if you watch this show and then you get a two-hour review. This ain't like some 20-minute review where we run through it. We talk for almost two hours on the shows. So it is well worth your money to go and watch the pay-per-view. Um I'd recommend watch Ultimate X, watch Elix Skipper against Sanjay Dort. Just watch the whole show. Sean, what was the worst match of the night for you? Uh Eric Watts against yeah. Raven, I'd say. Yeah, same here. Raven yeah. versus Eric Watts. Worst match of the night, but it's still entertained. It was just bad. Yeah.
1: It, uh, I, it's not Raven though, because Raven is a good I don't want to say all-rounder, but he's a good mic piece. He can put... He's got good psychology in his matches.
0: Just Eric Watts is shockingly bad. I wonder why Abyss wasn't on this show wrestling. He'd been off TV for a while as well, the commentator said. Um... I can't
1: remember if he'd been on Impact or not.
0: Yeah, do you know what I mean? He was like one of the main yeah. guys around this time, and he just wasn't. Obviously, they're yeah. gonna. Be, I'm, I'm guessing it against all odds. If you had to predict the against all odds cards, you're probably gonna get what Jeff against Abyss. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, How I many versus Abyss? I don't know who um, would have
0: Jeff. Maybe Monty Brown gets a rematch. Really, he should do.
1: Yeah, I'll. Uh, who's AJ Styles going to be against?
0: Probably. Pete Williams in a singles match, I'd say. Yeah, Williams will get his automatic recall. Maybe, maybe they just do a triple. I don't know. I'm actually in. I'm actually put it this way: if I had enough time, I'd happily go and check out the next show now. Yeah. But um, so yeah, Sean, we're going to wrap it up with your overall rating for this pay per view. What would you give it out of ten?
1: I would give it out of ten.
0: I'd probably give it a solid. Seven, seven and a yeah. half. I've gone six point five out of ten. I felt some of the matches in the middle just lowered it down from being, yeah. you not know I mean, a bit higher. So you've gone seven. I've gone six point five. I think we at the end of the show now, Sean. I think that's it, and we've really we've discussed everything to do with TNA Final Resolution two thousand and five.
1: Yeah. So, it, like I said, it wasn't a bad show. We've just got to hope that we don't get just nothing matches. I mean, there uh, well, there wasn't any real throwaway matches this, this month, was there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, there
1: was they two they two all had their, their backstory. Pre-show. Pardon?
0: There was two matches on the pre-show that looked throwaway. That? I can't think what they were, but um, I just remember reading it and thinking, I'm glad we didn't have to sit through those matches.
1: Yeah. Like oh, we didn't have Johnny Swinger and Disco Inferno with some bullshit with Jacqueline. It didn't
0: it's like that. The, fir- the first pay per view? It was almost like they just wanted as many people on the show as possible. You know, like WWE did with Evolution.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but he was on. He was on the last one as well, weren't he? Because um, Jacqueline was a special guest referee.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. So the pre-show matches were the Naturals against Johnny B. Bad and Sonny Siaki. Oh, Johnny B. Bad. And then we had Chris Candido versus Cassidy Riley. So I, I think Candido like passes away soon after this, doesn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, I was I was just about to say he. We'll get to it. It's only a few months down the line, um, but yeah, he's not around much longer, unfortunately.
0: Oh, shame he couldn't be on one of these pay-per-views just before no um,
1: he, no he does he he get we we get to see his final match oh right we get we get to see his final match so well we'll get to that in a couple of months
0: time or sad way sad way to end the show um yeah so sean i think that's wrapped it up really hasn't it so that's it final resolution it was a good show we enjoyed some things on it. Some stuff was terrible, but it was all entertaining. And I just want to reiterate, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. Please give us a five-star review. It really helps us get up those rankings, gets our podcast out there even more. It helps us a lot. We, If you've enjoyed these two hours, I'd really appreciate it. So, do you know what I mean? We, I've, to do these shows, just so people know, I take two, three hours off work to do this. So... Basically, I'm losing money. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just being honest, Sean. I lose yeah. money every time. Every <laughs> time we do these shows, I'm losing money. So You're, do-
1: you're doing a TNA. You, you're, yeah. doing a, you're doing it for the good of the, for the, so, good
0: of the company. <laughs> I can't do these shows after work because I always go and see my little girl um, after the show. So... I always have, it, so we do this, I take time out of work to do this, so if, you, if you're just feeling nice, just give us a five star review, Sean, he's taking time out from running his pub, right now there's probably a queue round the corner of angry Londoners trying to get <laughs> their pint, their morning pint in, well me and Sean are here talking about TNA, I'd say it's not the most professional show, but we like to review the show, it's all in good humour, so I really hope you've enjoyed the show, Sean I enjoyed this show
1: yeah it was good
0: i enjoyed recording this podcast it was fun
1: yeah i mean hopefully next uh next time my audio is going to be better as my microphone started to turn up
0: halfway through the show this is the last time you'll have this type of audio so make sure you tune in to the show i don't think we're going to manage to do it next week it's going to be in two weeks um but you never know um so that's it sean isn't it
1: you want to say
0: say goodbye to everyone plug plug whatever you want whatever you're not the best at plugging but so talk about the (laughs) shell shock network just plug that one more time for us yeah so um we're now
1: on their network they're gonna be uploading um our back catalog of our first few episodes as soon as this one's released it'll be up on their network as well they've got a range of different podcasts going through all varieties of wrestling promotions Got a couple of the Japanese promotions on there that we're, me and them will probably give a listen to to try and see what we think of that. Um, just to try and get more ears on the podcast and try and get us out there. So be sure to like and sub- subscribe to them as well.
0: Hey, <laughs> you can't you can't want you, Sean. <laughs> so yeah, so as Sean said, that's it. That's the show over. Download the show. Give me some money so I can get a Domino's pizza. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Pay See you more later.
1: Credit card off for WrestleMania as well. You are. <laughs> and pay my credit card off for WrestleMania.
0: See you later. <laughs> you too. Shut up and step into Dusty's office. He left us a note. Office.
1: Office. office. Yeah, I'll get it. The note. I why are we here? Okay, I got it. Sit scenario. down. Sit. Stay, stay! It's a rope, you idiot. Shut up, I'm gonna read it. You who wish to stay with TNA must now find out how to play if you wanna stay. That sounds familiar.
0: Shut up, there's gotta be more. I'm gonna find some more.
1: Alliance.